Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. Good morning, Alan. Hi, Trinity. How are you? I'm good. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. So we thought today we would do a bit of an update show. We haven't recorded yeah. uh, in a, several weeks. Yeah, since uh, since Lee. Since Lee. Since Lee Davis yeah, did since the, Lee Davis. The, the, the Murph Challenge. Yeah, and, Memorial Day and, Murph. And, and crushed it. Yeah. Um, so we thought we'd do a, a little bit of an update show. Hopefully on the next episode we'll be rejoined by Mary Beth and mm-hmm. Jen Bellini. Jen, Jen Bellini is actually in Cancun right now. So she she's living her best life. <laughs> she's like, I'm taking my kids and we're out. <laughs> she's amazing. So I um, hope she's having a lot of fun and, and a reset and restore. So Alan's been working with... Um, Y'all... New, Okay, I hit my goal weight. He did. Alan. I did. I'm very, very thankful. Okay, so Elliot McPherson, McPherson, yeah. Elliot McPherson, he's our nutritionist at the gym. Um, and we checked in, what, like a week ago with mm-hmm. each other? Um, and we, I hit my goal weight. We were trying to get down to 175, and I got to 175. Um, and... I'm so thankful and happy and proud of myself because it was during the last two months, which is crazy to me, but, um, I'm glad, I'm glad we got there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Alan started this fasting thing that he does with his nutritionist and (laughs) it's just completely ridiculous. I think. Oh Lord. um, No, I totally get it. I love the intermittent fasting. I get the whole thing, but I'm like, Alan, we're in the middle of a pandemic and (laughs) you're working insane hours. It's sort of hard to structure your, your eating times right now. Uh, And and the last thing that I want to deal with is, is an angry Alan. (laughs) I just listen. Here's the deal. I've uh, I was just trying to find what worked for me, and right. um, when you're really busy, a lot of times what's easiest to do is just to fast when you need to fast, and then eat like in a specific time. So Elliot and I were like, okay, well if that's your schedule, let's let's make it a where to where you don't eat from 8 p.m. until 12 the next day because you're so busy. And then, you know, then you eat during that window of time between 12 and 8. And I mean, listen, it's it's definitely been working. I did go through what I like to call my bitch phase um, because <laughs> there were moments when I was seeing red um, because I was uh, that I was going through like... Well, I, I finally like told you, I said, but, look, because Alan kind of has this expectation that I'm going to like provide his meals when he needs them because he's <laughs> always at the gym. And I was like, look, you know, you're putting me under a lot of stress here with all this timing <laughs> and what you need. So how about you just handle your food? Yeah. And then and then we'll we'll sort this out. That fixed it. And we, it also fixed our marriage, guys. We're no longer it divorcing. Is. It is. It's great. It's, it, yes, it was coming to a point. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been a uh, very, um, well, we been in this uh, new reality for about a, since March, yeah. which is crazy to think that it's yeah. been since March. And we had from, from March until now, we've had sort of a lot of awesome a things l- happen. A lot's been going on. Yeah, with the gym. And I, I'm glad that we're doing this update yeah, show for everybody. Absolutely. And so yesterday was our two-year anniversary for the gym. Woo! We've been open two years exactly. Yeah. Um, Come at me, COVID. Come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> July Corona 14. ain't got shit on me. All right. All right. Yeah. No, the was... first year 
you know, it, it, it seemed to to fly by, and this year it seems to be going really, really slow. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. It's interesting. I was talking to the membership in the gym, you know, when we were because we had our like birthday bash workout on Saturday, and I just said to them, I said, yeah, that first year was sort of like getting shot out of a cannon. Mm-hmm. Like it happened, and all of a sudden it was a year, and you were like. Wow. Then the second year happened and it's like, you've already been through it once and every, and sort of time slows down. And then all of a sudden 2020 hit. Yeah. 2020 perfect vision. And then all of a sudden it started with (laughs) Australian wildfires. Do y'all remember that? Australian wildfires. That was at the beginning of this year. Just so you're all aware. It feels like it's been three years away. I mean, Uh, Tiger King literally feels like it was three years ago. It does. Yeah. We watched that thing in like two days. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, So (laughs) with the two year anniversary of the gym, you know, in March, obviously, as many businesses uh, across the country and government shut down, Mm -hmm. uh, we shut down for a while in March and then we reopened in what towards the end of April. We were down how many weeks? Yeah. I think it was like like five or six weeks. Five or six weeks we were down. Yeah. Um, um, you know, we basically overnight, you know, move the gym to virtual and online as a, as a lot of businesses have done. Right. Um, you know, restaurants have moved to takeout during that period. Right. Uh, and then we reopen the gym uh, end of April. Things go great. Membership super excited to get back into the gym. Obviously, all the new precautions are in place, you know, from CDC and in yeah. the Department of like Health. Social distancing. South and, Carolina, and temperature, temperature checks, the checks, whole thing. All that stuff. About a week and a half later, Alan <laughs> tests positive for COVID-19, and then I go get a test, <laughs> and then I have COVID-19. And so then the gym just got reopened, and we close it back down yeah. uh, to, you know, to go through the cleaning and the waiting period and to get the whole staff tested. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it, that part has been interesting. Yeah. Luckily, uh, both of us, you know, we did have it, but it was very mild cases of it. Yeah. Um, Pretty much no more. Than I mean, a, if we weren't if we if we weren't in a pandemic, and I had the symptoms that I had, I would still be at work yeah. just working. It was a it was a headache and it felt like a head cold, yeah. and I would have still been at work. So yeah, to me it felt know. a bit like allergies. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I had a kind of like a head pressure kind of allergy thing, and that was it. Yeah. Um, thankfully, you know, I, and and and, and no, no doubt. COVID is serious, especially, you know, if they found that if you have a cr- underlying chronic disease, it, For it, sure. is, yeah. it, is a, it is a really challenging virus. But thankfully, the gym got reopened. The whole staff got tested. We got back up on our feet yeah. and, and, and we're here. And then as soon as the gym got reopened, mm-hmm. the former, thankfully, <laughs> CEO of CrossFit <laughs> came out with some, some really... Um, inflammatory statements. Um, If you want to know more about that, there's plenty of fitness podcasts you can listen to about Greg Glassman and CrossFit and what happened. But ultimately, we had just gotten the business back open and it was like, hey, (laughs) thanks, CrossFit. This is exactly what we need right now. Um, So we went through a complete rebrand. So not only did we reinvent the business for COVID... We completely changed our name, which, you know, you think on the surface, you're like, oh, you know, I mean, you know, our business, our, our, our legal business is Rhapsody Fitness, and it right. always has been. Right. But we were going, our, our doing business doing, as yeah. name was Rhapsody CrossFit. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the culture that, that seems to permeate out of CrossFit headquarters absolutely did not align with us, our business, yeah. our, our values, our, mission, yeah. our community. All of that. What we do believe in CrossFit is the methodology, right? It's a methodology that yeah. changed our lives. It is uh, exercise 
uh, community, uh, responsibility, accountability yeah. that we really believe in. And Drive, I mean, we believe that that part's incredible. For sure. But what, what it really made us realize uh, when this came out, and, and you know, obviously we can no longer align our business with CrossFit, is that you know, we don't need it. Mm-hmm. We've created this great community. Yeah. We have people that, that are really committed to us and, and that's all you need. Right. You know, it's yeah. not about the name on the door. Yeah. It, it's about the experience that you provide inside your four walls and outside of your four walls. And thankfully the rebranding process was a lot of work, you know, obviously right now during COVID. <laughs> no. was it? <laughs> I literally spent several weeks working on this just from a, just from a, like a marketing and advertising perspective. Yeah. You know, it's just what you need during COVID, like to spend all this money on rebranding. Yeah. But ultimately we felt it was the most important thing to do for the business. 100%. And um, yeah. so we got that done. Thankfully there is... The, the bright side, and because we always want to focus on this and not make this all about sort of like challenging things that have happened to us. Yeah. The sort of the one takeaway that I am glad is that Greg Glassman, the CEO of CrossFit, did remove himself from the company and yeah, he, he sold, sold the it. company yeah. to Eric Rosa. Um, again, much too early to know mm-hmm. if the culture can be changed. I have hope that it can be. Yeah. He seems like the right person that can get the brand back on track. Yeah. We will always be Rhapsody Fitness moving on, but I hope for CrossFit because we do believe in it. We believe in the methodology that they're able to turn it around well, and I mean, really create yeah. a, a great environment and growth. Well, I've always, I, well, I, you know, you and I started with our NASM certification, which is mm-hmm. the National Academy of Sports Medicine. And we loved that certification, but when we found CrossFit, we started to dive deeper into its me- deeper into its methodology, into its education, and we just found that that education um, provided such a wide sl- swath of uh, knowledge and f- about functional fitness and about how you can improve and pe- improve people's lives in a vast way versus just very. Uh, single-minded driven, right? And that's why, and so for me, like, you know, I started to work my way up and same for you as well uh, with the certifications. And I actually just recently um, passed my level three test with CrossFit as well. And I like, it was... It was awesome. It was awesome yeah. because what, what actually I, what I felt, I've been, uh, y'all, I'm horrible at taking tests. Like I'm just, I was the worst student. You ask my mom, she's like, you were so bad at tests. I went to art school. That's what I always say. I, if I don't know a math equation, I'm like, y'all, I went to art school. <laughs> you know, I'm a singer. Um, but I sat down and I got going on the test and I started to go through it. And like every question that went by, I was like, oh, I know that answer. Like, I know that answer. I know that. And by the time we got done with the test, like I only had maybe 20 questions out of the, I forget how many questions, like 260 or something like that. And maybe, I don't know. I forget how many there were, but there were only like 20 that I really had to go back and sort of go, okay, well, it's not that answer, not that answer, not that it's got to be that answer. Yeah. And look, the L3 in the CrossFit world, it's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. um, you know, it's a challenging test. It you is. Know, you know, the, the thing, the key to the L3, right, is that you can study all you want. You can read all the materials, the journal, yeah. all the, you know, level one, level two guides. 
it's about coaching time. Oh my gosh. And, and it's about being in the gym and being around athletes and coaching and putting in those hours. That's how you're able to pass that test. And I was talking to Elizabeth because Elizabeth, yeah, we had a, another uh, team member also so just get her level three, which I'm super proud of her about it yeah. too. And we were talking about, it's not just like, it's not about like anybody can coach. Yep. That's what I say. Like if I, I can teach, I can teach you, Lindsay, our sound engineer. Yeah. Yeah. Our producer. Um, I could teach you how to teach somebody how to squat. I could be like, tell them to do this, this, and this. Right. But it, being a coach is so much more, right. Being a mindful coach, being one-on-one with somebody and knowing them in a personal way to get the personal results that they need in their fitness careers and in their fitness and health takes it to that next level. And I think, you know, that's what CrossFit and CrossFit methodology <clears throat> are constantly striving for. Yep. Um, and that's why I stand behind the methodology. I don't stand behind idiot statements about yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Like just it, it, being straightforward with it. Exactly. Like, because like, you and I, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very pumped about that. Yep. For sure. Um, so... On top of all this, you know, we um, when we moved to Charleston, we created, you know, Rhapsody, and we had our business partner Stan, uh, yes. and and he's been with us the whole time. He's Stan a, the man, a, a Stan the man, Stan Soy, a longtime yeah. friend in New York. Uh, we uh, we had this dream as a, as a trio to go, come to go to a city to open a gym. Of course, we found Charleston and fell in love with it. We were on vacation in Hawaii, mm-hmm. um, and. We, you know, got our whole plan together, found the space here in Charleston and went after it. And it's been an incredible two years. Yeah. Stan did come to us in recent weeks. Uh, Stan is also an RN. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. when Rhapsody closed in March, Stan went uh, to New York City to work on the disaster relief team. Yeah. And the hospitals there, basically. So cool. As what's happening in a lot of cities now is, you know, nurses are being brought into the city sort of as as backup and support yeah. uh, to handle the number of cases that are happening in the city. Obviously, New York was a big hot spot, especially at that time. It seemed mm-hmm. to be getting under control now. But so Stan was in New York for several weeks. Um, he came back to Charleston and, you know, in, in the very typical Stan way, you know, wanted to talk, sit down and talk to Alan and mm-hmm. I and just decided that, you know, this is not what he wants to do anymore. Yeah. To, you know, and, and, and being um, in Charleston and with the gym is just not what makes him tick. Right. And, you know, this was a, a bit surprising to us, of course, you know, t- to think of everything <laughs> we've dealt with to lose like your yeah. business partner yeah. is huge. Yeah. But ultimately, I, it's completely amicable because one thing that we always set up in our business from day one is, is a true open line of communication. Yeah. It's one thing to say in a business, yes, we, we can talk about everything where we have an open line. We actually do because we practice what we preach on that. 100%. And I really felt great that Stan felt that he could come to us yeah. and have that kind of conversation of like, look, this has been an amazing experience. Yeah. It's not exactly what I, two years later, looking back, it's not exactly what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. I think being in New York and nursing during uh, the pandemic has lit that fire in him again about yeah. being in a hospital and setting. Also gave, I think gave him perspective too. I think he also turned 30 um, yep. as well. And, you know, he said to me about happiness, right? And mm-hmm. ultimately, like, I think you and I as, uh, 
as a family look at our friend, Stan, and we say, well, I mean, if you're not happy, then what, what the hell is it all for? Right? Like you should be doing something that you're happy or striving for that in your everyday life because you've been in the middle of a pandemic and you, you were, you were in it and you were seeing, you know, and the struggles that people were going through. And so like, yeah, of course, like we want you to be happy in what you're doing. And so, like you said, we, we set the business up because we had had friends in our past that had said, make sure it's like all set up to a T where there's no gray area. Where yeah. it's pure, when you go into business pure, with someone, you yeah. want to be, you want to pretend like you're in a war in a bunker and you get a choice of who's going to be in that bunker with you. And, and, you know, Stan was that guy for us and, and, and it, and it worked out. It was great yeah. for two years, but ultimately he loves our community here in Charleston. He wishes the best for the business yeah. and we wish him the best. And I think he's next, in Texas now. Yeah. He's helping he's, there. He's at a hospital in Texas and I think he's really enjoying that. And also to be out in the world, helping people right now in our own unique way. Yeah. 100%. You know, so I'd always want to be in a bunker with you, baby. I know. I'm sure. <laughs> that sounds like a sex joke. <laughs> well, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So we wish Stan the best. And, um, you know, all this sort of culminates, obviously, right now in South Carolina regarding COVID. We're having a bit of a spike right now. Um, you know, and people yeah. are nervous. Yeah. Um, and, and and people are making their own choices, whether they go out to restaurants, whether they don't go out to restaurants, um, whether they come to the gym, whether they don't go to the gym. Yeah. And they're making those choices, right? Yeah. The one thing that I, I think the reality is, and sort of my perspective on this, and and you know, I know that that COVID in general has become very political, and we all kind of got to get away from that. I think yeah. to really find a path forward. Yeah, I don't think that COVID anymore. There's some cute masks out there. There guys. are. There, yeah. I mean, there are some really yeah. good looking. I got masks. a really cute one on right yeah. now. Listen, you know, it I'm, is officially I'm so masked, like it guys. is officially a new <laughs> piece of clothing. Yeah. that you have to have multiple because you got a match now. Yeah, it's like absolutely. A whole thing. We got the Rhapsody Blue. I've yeah. got the Rhapsody Blue on. Oh, it's God. perfect. Listen, y'all, innovation, <laughs> people, innovation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so my, my my takeaway of the whole COVID situation is, mm-hmm. after especially after you and I having it and the way that the numbers are going now across the country, right. is that it's not a matter of if you're exposed to it. It's a matter of when yeah. and then how fit you are when you are exposed to it. That's why I've been so adamant about keeping people on task during this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you and I have been having a lot of really great conversations and also me with, with the community about... You know, y'all, the, the, the one thing that Corona wants you to do is to stay in your home, to eat like shit, to not work out, to not get great seep, sleep, and to be stressed out. Mm-hmm. Like, those five things are going to ultimately suppress your immune system, which then in turn, hey, guess what? The COVID, the COVID wants you and yep. is going gonna, is gonna to latch on. So, you know, I do equate us being fit people and having fitness being a primary primary thing in our lives as you know that's why our symptoms were mild mm-hmm. that's why i had a headache and a sinus a sinus cold or a head cold and and that's all i got you know if 
if all of a sudden you go down the rabbit hole of being like, oh, well, I got to shut myself inside. I'm going to sit on the sofa. I'm going to play your Disney game. What is that Disney game? Sorcerer's you, Arena. Oh don't my. start it. <laughs> don't Sor- start it. I go buy. He's literally there for hours, guys. Um, I spent $100 a week on this game. Yeah, I'm pissed about it. Let's just be honest. I'm pissed. I'm like, where's that money come from? You play yeah. it on your phone and, you know, because I, I don't I don't like to lose things. And so when I lose <laughs> battles, they always have an option that you can just buy the win, basically. Uh, and so when I lose, I just start buying the wins. Oh, God, I get- that's why I love Disney. They just got it down. They <laughs> got it down, has it baby. Down, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know. But but saying but saying that, you know, but all all in all, like, you know, there's because it's a twofold, a two-folder, right? Mm-hmm. A two-folder. Yeah, that makes sense. That yes, of course, we are working your bodies out to make sure that your immune systems are ready to fight this virus when it comes, not if it comes, because just of what's happening. But also, like, it's helping people not go freaking insane. Mm-hmm. Like, having uh, connections with human beings is essential for human beings. Mm-hmm. You know, having people come into the gym even socially distanced six feet away from each other, even temperature checking, even having masks on, even fucking hand sanitizing your hands all the time. Like all of that stuff is all surface level, but in reality, what it's doing for people's mental clarity in a time of all the shit that we just talked about, right? Like that's what I've been focusing on myself is like, I have had huge waves in this last four and five months. When we first started, I was like, yeah, let's go. I'm going to war. I'm with my bazooka in the bunker with you. I'm, I'm ready to go. And, and I was pretty like adamant for like a good, like, you know, three months. Yeah. That fourth month hit and things started to happen. Like the great Glassman thing, like the reopening, like, um, the rebranding, all that stuff. And that's, that's stressful. But the thing that got me through it was that I was seeing people on a daily basis coming in because they wanted to be a part of a community that was getting through this together. Yes. And that is the most important part of this thing. Absolutely. We're going to look back at like, we are all stuck in this vortex, this, this, uh, this pa- pandemic vortex, I'm going to call it or whatever you want to call it. It's, um, what is it? purgatory? That's yep. what I like to call it. And that's what it feels like right now. But I guarantee you in 2021, when we look back at it, we'll be like, y'all remember that crazy ass shit that we just went through in that yeah. last year. But if we all stick together and stay resilient in that and understand that like, it's all outside circumstances, yeah. we can't allow it to internally change us as a human, uh, human beings and in, in, in a community. I think there's just, a, and that's what, that's what gets underneath my skin is when it becomes political. It's when it becomes like this fight about like my American rights. And like, I'm like, it's not, yes, I understand. Like you have the right to not wear a mask and yeah. that is okay. That is your right. But for me, I'm going to wear a mask just to be safe. Yeah. Right. And like, it's really simple. It's just put on a mask. Just put on a mask. Just put on that's a mask. Literally you know, all Cause what is. we do have to take care of, is we have to take care of our people that do have chronic disease. Yeah. We have to look after our people in our nursing homes. 100%. Our senior communities. Yeah. Because they are the most vulnerable for this. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the greatest spike right now is in the young community. <clears throat> and, and, you know, house parties and, and beer pong and flip cup is probably not the best idea right now. Yeah. Like, let's put on a mask. Yeah. Let's take care of each other. But let's stay fit. Yeah. Let's eat right. 
Let's work out. Yeah. Let's stay mentally healthy yeah. because that's going to be the long-term effect of this, right? COVID will end, but the effects on the mental side of this are going to continue yeah. because, you know, a lot of industries, and I think we're going to talk a little bit about theater here quickly at the yeah. end, yeah. you know, a lot of industries aren't coming back. Um, you know, and we know that the hospitality industry is having a really tough time right now. Tourism yeah. is going to be tough. Capacity's um, low. Yeah. But, you know, I will say fitness industry starting to make a comeback, you know, uh, businesses, uh, financial side starting to come back. You know, yeah. we're starting to sort of see things turn back on. My other world that I live in, the theater yeah. world, is not. Yeah. It's, um, you know, any time that, that your entire industry lo- relies on mass gatherings, mm-hmm. you know, 2,000, 3,000 plus people, um, it, it's going to be a while. Yeah. And, and you know... I, I, I work in this every day mm-hmm. uh, on, on theater and finding solutions for the path forward. The thing we will figure out in theater is we will figure out how to manage this. We will figure out temperature checks. We will figure out how to distance. Yeah. We will figure out the protocols to safely reopen the shows in New York, to reopen shows across the country. That part, a lot of people are working on. Yeah. The little, the thing that, that that worries me in theater is it sort of feels our leaders in theater, sort of our our, our our large producers, many of them are a bit frozen right now. It feels it yeah. feels stagnant. It feels like we're we're waiting on normal to return. Yeah, and and you know everybody's we're all hoping that January. New York can get back on its feet. We hope that tours can go back out on its feet yeah. in January. We don't know that though. We're not certain for that. And you know, we can plan these protocols and we can figure out how we're going to manage our companies and our audiences and all of that. Yeah. But there has to be an audience. Yeah. You know. There's, and I think this yeah. is this is a real opportunity for for leaders in the theater industry. And I actually think that you're going to see a lot of innovation in the regional theater world yeah. because I think they are going to adapt, but it does feel like many commercial producers right now are just hoping for everything to go back to normal. Yeah. And I think, Which is, yeah. I think what COVID has done for the theater industry, and I always say, you know, that for the theater industry, especially the greatest tragedy of this thing is that if we emerge from it unchanged yeah, and, and when you have an industry that completely relies on, you know, a four wall building, uh, with 3000 people sitting next to each other, you know, the COVID has exposed its vulnerability. Yeah. And, and when people can't be in a communal setting, what that is. So I, I think the leaders in our community, um, including myself, yeah. uh, need to really think outside of the box and not only a solution for now, but we have to get people back to work. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we all know that, that, that the industry across the country mm-hmm. is, is unemployed right now. Um, we'll be unemployed for the foreseeable future um, right. until next year. January is a hope. We don't know if that's a reality. Yeah. Um, we do know that the, you know, the unemployment enhancement ends at the end of this month. Um, I do think the government needs to step in and help the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. uh, especially live theater. You know, it seems to me, uh, film, television, they're starting to turn back on. Um, but the live theater experience, yeah. it, 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 they're hurting. And when this unemployment enhancement ends at the end of the month and there's still no work, 
um, people are going to be in a real bind. For sure. Um, so I think people need to step up. We need to create jobs. Uh, there are ways to reach audiences. And I'm not saying that this is temporary. I'm saying this is stuff that should be in addition, in addition to, to what to we normally do for when sure. our world comes back on. Yeah. I have a lot of ideas. I would love to speak to some other producers out there about ideas yeah. because I think that there is stuff that we can do now. Because what... People are hungry for entertainment. Yeah. You know, the, 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 our, our job in the entertainment industry is to create that bright spot in someone's day. Well, also, like, in any society, mm. if the arts go away, uh, the society crumbles. Yep. Like, the, that, that's, just, that's just what happens, right? So when that art is not um, shining a, a mirror onto what's going on in, in, in society at that moment, that's when society, like eats itself. Right. right? And so it's so important that that is supported. Um, and granted, like I get it. It Literally all government, uh, entities are overwhelmed right now. I understand that completely. Um, but the, the arts and having been in the arts and I am still in the arts. Um, I just see that it's so important to support those people yep. um, because we do have hundreds and hundreds of friends in New York that have left New York and gone back to their homes in Ohio and Pennsylvania and Florida and Virginia and all, because they're, they're like, there's, there's no work here. Right. There's no work. And, and I just encourage everyone, if you're, if, you're, if you're a member of the arts community, you know, what stimulates us is being creative yes. and being innovative. Yeah. And I encourage people not to be frozen in time right now. Yeah. Let's not just wait and see. Yeah. Like, let's create, let's develop. This mm-hmm. is a perfect time to develop new new shows. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is once we get B-Rep be back open. If we're not developing stuff right now, this thing's going to go out for years because yeah. there's not going to be new product in the market. Right. So, and, about, sh- and also like, let's be honest, like if it ain't COVID, it could be something else. Absolutely. Right. So like there's, there, there is a mindset that like we all got comfortable. Yeah. Right. And all of a sudden our world is turned upside down and it's like, okay, well either you sink or you swim, yep. either you innovate or you die. Absolutely. And, and like, you know, and, and I will point out uh, other areas of the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. the concert industry is making this shift. Yeah. I mean, we went to the Garth Brooks concert at the drive-in movie theater a few so weeks ago. Yeah. It was amazing. Y'all, I tailgated for the first time. He did. And we I got tailgated. drunk. <laughs> I got did. drunk off a of beer. <laughs> he I did. was like, by the end, I was like, I think I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> And you know what was so, what was great about it? It was a great experience. Yes, we tailgated, but it was responsible. Yeah, it was safe. People were spread out. People yeah. had a great time. You know, such a crazy. And it run. was like a cool, cool, like communal experience. Like we were by, we were at our jeep. You know, and then you know, eight feet away was another family that had come into it. Yeah, and they were all out with their their picnic chairs, like and kids, the whole and thing. like they were playing Uno and all that. It was like. Like, that's the stuff that's really important. And, you know, Garth Brooks is one of my personal heroes. I I grew up, he was definitely my idol growing up. And I think he's just one of the most incredible people beyond a musician. Yeah. He's just an incredible person. And, you know, one thing he said in his show, he was like, you know, the virus is what it is. We're not going to control the virus, but we can control how we respond to it. Yeah. And and also he reiterated the same thing you said about fitness is it's about a community. And you're like, who would have thought that... 
in you know in the summer of 2020, we're all in a, a giant <laughs> parking <laughs> lot at a drive-in movie theater seeing Garth Brooks show. Yeah. So look, the concert industry, they're shifting. It's really interesting. Dana White at the UFC, I'm a massive UFC fan. They have figured this out. <laughs> Does that shock y'all? Because it shocked me when he was like, I like UFC. And I'm like... <laughs> That shit is violent, but no, you, I love it. Great. I, yeah. I love it. I think there's such athleticism. Yeah. I think the mixed martial arts are incredible. Yeah. Um, and but they've had fights every weekend almost. Yeah, you know, starting at the beginning of summer. Yeah, so they're figuring it out. Yeah, Disney World in Orlando, people can say what they want, and I understand. But the bottom line is, at the end of the day, no one has a gun to their head saying go to Disney World. Yeah. Disney's trying to figure this out. Oh my God, if you put a gun to my head to say go to Disney World, I was like, you can put the gun away because I'll just go to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But yeah. you know, at least they're trying. At least they're trying to find a path yeah, forward of instead of sitting and waiting. Yeah. Because sitting and waiting is not going to get us out of this. Yeah. So I think, you know, if anybody can do it, Disney can do it. And yeah. I, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, we're going down in October. Yeah. Um, so hopefully. Be great. Um, yeah. I, I hope I hope I hope they figure it out, and I hope I hope it hope it works. Yeah. And congrats to to Dana White and the UFC for for making these events happen. Yeah. Um, but I think theater should follow in those steps. I yeah. think live theater can can find its niche, and it can go out there and 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 find a way forward during yeah. the current times. I think I mean it's just across the board, right? It's it's across the board with every industry. Yep. You know, even with the the food and bev industry here in Charleston, especially. You know, it's a major. It's pr- I think it is like the, it's the cornerstone. It's of the our cornerstone of of Charleston here, and you know that innovation needs to be happening as well. And obviously, it's got to be coupled with the government as well. But that's that's another that's another place that needs to happen. Yeah. Um, I will say though that I think. More people are getting outside now, mm-hmm. right? You know, you've heard we were looking up, you know, ways to buy kayaks, and they were like, "Yeah, you're not going to get a kayak for like six months. or seven months." And I was like, "That, I mean, that's great." Although pissed about it, um, <laughs> I was still like, yeah. "That's great to know that great. people are taking initiative." To get outside. I mean, we live in a beautiful country, and we live in a beautiful area. If you've never been to Charleston, come and come and see us. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's uh, that's a that's another bright yep. spot that's happening, you know. So in closing, I mean, a lot of things are going on, yeah. but you know, keep your chin up out there. One one challenge I would like to give to everyone and leave you on this note: mm-hmm. if you take every day and you tell one person today that you care about them, that you're thinking about them, that you love them, I think that'll go a long way today, and that will multiply totally quickly. Mm-hmm. So just take that. People need to hear that right now. Let's really focus on the mental health coming out the other side of this. Yeah. I think it is super, super important. And uh, a quick text, a hug, a yeah. phone call can just really say go how, a long yeah. way. Well, I, I'm very grateful for you. Well, I'm grateful you for you, Alan Shaw. Just eat your food. Um, <laughs> if you fast and you're in a bad mood, just stay in your room. That's yeah, all and I enjoy have to say about Disney that. games, okay? Okay. <laughs> I will stay in my room playing Sorcerer's Arena. Hey, folks, we'll see you next time back Insight here. Insight into our uh, marriage, guys. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, we'll see you back here next time on Rhapsody Radio. All right, bye, guys. Thank you.